0: This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Wealth. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here. I am super excited for this podcast episode. And I want to give two caveats before we even dive in. So, the first is I am experiencing a significant cough. <laughs> I have been having this cough most of the week and as a result my voice is a little bit graspy um or raspy rather raspy not graspy and I may actually have a coughing fit in the middle of this podcast (laughs) so if that happens I thank you in advance for your grace and understanding um And to prevent that from happening, I have a throat lozenge in my mouth right now and some water that I will sip on. So if you hear me pausing, it's probably because there is a tickle in my throat and I am trying to subdue the cough that is trying to emerge so I can get through this podcast episode for you. So that's the first caveat. So those of you who've ever experienced relentless coughing, totally understand what I'm going through right now. And the second caveat that I will give for this particular episode is that this content that I'm going to share today is not for the faint at heart. So this episode in particular, my main intention is to create a major shift in your belief, to create a major uprooting of a way of thinking that I would say 90% of the population operates under. And as a result of operating under that belief system and that way of thinking, they create Unnecessary and undue suffering for themselves. And so this is one of those episodes where you will likely be triggered. <laughs> you will likely want to disagree. And I am creating a space for that to happen. And in the same vein, I am creating a space where I am planting a seed in your mind, in your thought processes, that if you allow this seed to take root, will literally change everything about how you see your life. And I can say that from personal experience, that the content I'm going to share today is a realization, a truth that when I came to full awareness of it, it literally changed everything about how I experienced my life, my marriage, and the world around me. And so I'm going to take my time with it and I'm going to try to be as clear as I can because I really, really want you guys to get this. Like, it's so important that you, in this moment right now, make a commitment to have an open mind, that you trust and believe that I only have your best interests at heart And that what I'm going to share with you is designed only to make your life better. So, if we can all agree to that, let's dive into our topic. And I have titled this False Causes. Hmm, sounds like a movie or a book title, right? So again, as I said, this coaching concept that I'm going to teach you today is something that has actually significantly changed my mindset. And I know that because of that, I have been able to avoid and prevent experiencing a lot of unnecessary negative emotion. And if you can grasp this concept, if you can grasp what I will be sharing, the same will be true for you. That some of the negative emotions we experience, the pain, the anger, the frustration, the sadness, are actually unnecessary if we knew where it was really coming from. If we were attributing those negative emotions to the correct cause, in a lot of different um, fields, there is this concept of root cause analysis, where all you're doing is you're getting to what the real problem is, right? Like, So let's say you're trying to lose weight and you're on the scale every day, you're exercising every day. And that scale is not moving. And you're like, I just need to exercise more. I just need to exercise more. You keep exercising more and nothing is changing. Then you talk to someone else and they're like, oh, well, what are you eating? And you go through everything that you're eating and you're eating the wrong stuff. And you have been attributing your lack of progress to something else. And that's not what the real cause was. So you're trying to fix a problem. You're trying to come up with solutions for a problem that is actually not the problem at all. It's not at all what is causing what you are experiencing. And so it's really important that we attribute how we're feeling and the things we experience to the right causes. The third thing that I believe this podcast episode can do for you is it can actually give you what I consider a life-changing perspective. And a life-changing perspective is one that empowers you and puts you back in control of how you feel. One of the most common things I hear from women is, I want to be able to manage my emotions better. Right. And so part of that emotional management comes when you are actually empowered to recognize what you are feeling, understand what is actually causing you to feel that way, and then create a solution that speaks directly to what the right cause is. Okay. And so today, you know, this concept that I'm going to share with you is really all about the proper. Causation, the proper assignment of your feelings, right? Because we assign our feelings to be because of certain things. I'm feeling this way because, right? I had that reaction because. And I just want to help you properly assign and properly identify what is actually causing you to feel any negative emotion that you don't want to feel. Okay, so let me start out first with the most common mistake that 90% of us are making when it comes to figuring out why we are feeling a particular way. So we relegate our feelings. To be the result of actions or words said by someone else. Because this is a marriage podcast, I'm going to talk about your husband, right? So when it comes to your feelings, the times when you feel sad, the times that you feel frustrated, the times that you feel annoyed, the reason you believe that you are frustrated, mad, sad, annoyed is because of something your husband has done or something he said or something he didn't do or something he didn't say. Those are the four main reasons that most of us think we feel sad, angry, frustrated or annoyed in our marriage. And so this commonly looks like he made me feel sad. What he said really hurt me. I had no choice but to feel angry when he did that. How else am I supposed to feel if someone did what he did? Right? And so as we explore and have this conversation together, what I want you to do right now is I want this to be really relevant for you. And I want you to get in your mind a very specific thing that your husband has either done or said or not done or not said. And after that situation, you experience the feeling of sadness or anger. And I'm going to say that again, because I was very careful in my word choice. So I want you to consider something that your husband has done or said, or something your husband has not done or not said, that after that situation, you experience the feeling of sadness or anger. And what I want you to recognize and whatever you have come up with, whatever he said or did or didn't do or didn't say, that for the purposes of this conversation is what is called a trigger, right? So a trigger is a circumstance or a situation or an incident That then ignites a response in you. Okay? So something happens. He said it. He did it. And then it ignites a response in you. You feel a certain way immediately. A lot of people say they feel anger immediately. Like they can feel the anger rising in their body. Or they feel sad and hurt and they can feel their heart sinking into their stomach. Okay, and so whenever we are talking about a trigger, a situation or circumstance that happened, it is very important that we look at it as objectively as possible. So whenever I'm working with my clients and they're telling me about a situation that triggered them, I ask them, just tell me the facts, right? Just tell me the things that are true, that are observable, and that are provable. Because a lot of times when we recollect situations or circumstances or triggers, we layer onto them our perception, our assumptions, our lens of how we see it. And so really though, a situation, a circumstance, a trigger is just an event that happened. It's just a piece of information. It's just a fact that if we were in a court of law and you presented the evidence, you would just say what happened, right? I'm a big fan of Judge Judy, And there's a lot of times when people are, like, trying to tell her about an accident, right? Let's say it's a court case where someone had an accident. And they're like, well, he definitely knew that I was trying to turn left. And he just went and turned right. And Judge Judy is always like, no, no, no. Like, you don't know anything about what he was thinking. You don't know anything about what he was assuming. Just tell me what happened. Like, if we were a fly on the wall and I couldn't really get inside of anyone's head and all I saw was just what was true, what was observable and what was provable, what would I see? So here are some examples of circumstances or triggers that I know are very, very common for you um, and the people that listen to this podcast. So one is your husband says, I'm going to be home late. Your husband says, I'm not going to be able to watch the kids. Your husband says, I don't want to go out. You see how that's just very factual, right? It's just, if I were there in the room with you, we would all agree, these are the words he said, okay? And it's very important that we just stay with the facts, draw the line between what was actually said Versus our interpretation of what was said. What are the words he said? Other examples. Maybe things he doesn't say. Right? So he didn't say, I love you. He didn't say, you look beautiful. He didn't say, I appreciate the things you do for me. Right? These are all Factual things. If I were looking at the conversation, I would be able to check off. No, he did not say that. He did not say that. He did not say that. Other examples of triggers, circumstances, and situations. Things he does. He takes a nap in the middle of the day. Very factual. Yep. It's 12 in the afternoon. He's taking a nap. He works an hour later than normal. Right? He usually gets off at six. Today, he gets off at seven. Neutral, factual, true, observable, provable. Right? He spends money... On an electronic device. Yep, he did. He bought that computer. He bought that home speaker system. Right? Factual. Everyone would look at what happened and say, yep, that's exactly what happened. Right? Things he doesn't do. On Monday, he did not text you. Throughout the day, you received zero text messages. Got it? So these are all triggers that, if any of these things happened, you might, after they happen, experience sadness or hurt. You might get upset and frustrated. Trigger? He said it, he did it, after the fact, upset, anger. So now what I want you to do is I want you to consider a room filled with a thousand women. Okay, a thousand women who are all married, who are very similar to you in terms of, you know, status, financial status, um, life circumstance, right? They are professional women who all have jobs, who all have busy lives, who all have children, who face many of the same situations that you do. A room filled with a thousand women, okay? And what I want you to just consider is if any of those circumstances, any of those triggers happened, right? Let's just say we have a PowerPoint presentation with those thousand women in the room and we're like, okay, everybody. Husband says, I'm gonna be home late. Do you think in that room of a thousand women, every single woman would experience some level of frustration or upset After a husband says something like that. What do you think? What percentage of women do you think would actually be mad about that? Right? Or maybe we put up on the screen on this PowerPoint, the inaction of husband does not text to check in on you and see how you're doing throughout the day. What percentage of women do you think would feel sad about something like that? It's a very interesting question, right? So the reason why I ask you to consider that is because everyone would feel differently about that list of triggers I just gave you right? So in a room of a thousand women, more than likely, some women would not be upset about those things. More than likely, some women would not be sad about those things. And so if we believe that, if we believe that if we gathered a room of a thousand women, we gave them these very factual, very specific triggers that Many people would have many different responses that not every single woman would feel the exact same way. And so I want you to imagine you are in that room with a thousand women and you are the person that was sad. You did raise your hand. Yep. That would make me angry. That would make me frustrated. That would make me annoyed. That would make me sad, Right. All those triggers you had some negative emotional reaction to. And I want you to think about like, what's the difference? What's the difference between you who are upset and who are angry and who are frustrated versus, versus the women who are not? What's the difference? Now, your brain might want to tell you that the difference is, well, they have a different situation. They have a different context, right? Maybe their husband only said, I'll be late once or twice, but my husband says, I'm going to be late every week. Every other day, there's something that comes up for him. Right? Maybe they've never asked their husband to send them text messages and check on them throughout the day. So maybe they're not upset about it because it's never been an issue for them. But it's an issue for me because my husband doesn't do it and I want him to do it. Right? There's a thousand and one explanations we can come up with for why someone else may not respond to the same situation the way that we do. And... What I want to tell you is that the difference between the woman who is upset and the woman who is not upset, the only difference is a matter of perspective. And perspective comes from the meaning that you assign to things. Whenever I'm confronted by my clients with a situation they are experiencing that has, you know, triggered them to feel upset and feel angry and feel sad and feel hurt, the first question I ask them is what do you make it mean? What does it mean to you when your husband comes home late many times during the week? What does it mean to you when your husband does not say, I love you every day? What does it mean to you when he takes a nap in the middle of the day? What does it mean to you when he doesn't text you? Right? And the reality is everyone else makes it mean something different. That if I were to ask that question again in the room filled with a thousand women, everyone else would have a different explanation for what it means for those triggers to happen. Okay. I'm taking my time with this because I'm taking a sip of water, but I also really just want you to sit with it because this is stuff we never, ever think about. Never. And what I know is whenever I ask this question, what do you make it mean that the answer is usually something awful and hurtful and painful? Well, if he's late and working extra hours, that means I'm not a priority to him. That means we are a burden. That means he doesn't really care. That means work is more important to him. If he doesn't text me throughout the day, that means he doesn't really care about me. He's not really thinking about me or wanting to be connected with me. Those are the things we make it mean. And those are the things that cause a lot of hurt feelings that are actually unnecessary. And that's the difference. That's the difference between the woman who's in that room, who raises her hand and is upset and hurt and frustrated by those triggers versus the woman who is not. Perspective is the difference. And it's the perspective you adopt the thoughts you think and the beliefs you hold on to that are the true root cause for you feeling sad or hurt or angry or upset. Right? Because one woman can hear her husband say the exact same thing that your husband said to you, And think something completely different. And when she thinks something completely different. She feels completely differently. And part of the reason why this is so hard. For the majority of women. Is because number one. You think you have no choice in how you interpret a situation. You think there's no other way. To see it. And. You think the way you see it is the truth. Let me say that again. The reason you feel the way you feel, you have the interpretation you have, and you experience the negative emotions is because you think there is no choice in the matter. You think you have no choice in how you see the situation. You think there is no other way to view Or interpret the situation. And you think the way you see it is the truth. And I just want to offer you that it's not. That it's not the truth at all. That there are so many different ways to look at a factual, observable, provable circumstance. To look at that trigger and arrive at a completely different conclusion, different thought, different opinion, different belief that leaves you feeling completely different. Not sad, not angry, not frustrated, not hurt. All of that is optional. And so I want to give you seven Questions. These are like my quick draw questions that are in my question toolbox. Whenever I want to shift my perspective, whenever I want to think about something in a different way because I don't like how my thinking is making me feel, these are the questions I ask myself. These are the questions I give my clients. And these are the questions I'm giving you right now. And so, like any prescription, right? Use as necessary. What that means is, let's say you are triggered that your husband says something or he does something. And you have a thought about it. And as a result of that thought, you feel something you don't want to feel. Some pain, some frustration, some anger, some hurt. This is the remedy. (laughs) These are the questions to ask yourself to arrive at a different thought, to arrive at a different interpretation, to arrive at a different perspective so you can feel better. Simple as that. So question number one is asking yourself, how else could I see this situation? How else could I see the situation? Right now, I'm only seeing it one way, but how else could I see it? Question number two, what else could be happening that I'm missing? What else could be happening right now that I am missing? I'm just not seeing it. I'm just not aware. I'm just not open to it. What else could be happening that I'm missing? Question number three. What if I gave him the benefit of the doubt? What if I gave him the benefit of the doubt? And instead of thinking the worst about him in this moment, I thought the best about him. So fascinating. Question number four. If I were my most loving compassionate and best self how would I view this situation if I were my most loving compassionate and best self how would I view this situation question number five what would God see is happening here? What would God see is happening here? What if you just had the mind of God looking down on the situation? What would you see? Question number six. How can I look at this in a way that doesn't leave me feeling sad and angry? How can I look at this in a way that doesn't leave me feeling sad and angry. Question number seven. What would I like to believe instead? What would I like to believe instead? So these questions will absolutely shift your perspective you can ask any one of them and if you allow your best most loving and compassionate self answer you are going to come up with new thoughts you are going to come up with new beliefs new interpretations new perspectives on the same old circumstances you will feel different and that trigger, that circumstance, that very observable, provable, factual thing will not create such a negative emotion in you. So the most significant piece about any negative emotion you feel is your thinking about the trigger. The most significant, the most direct cause for why you're feeling negatively is your thinking about the trigger. How are you seeing it? What do you make it mean? What do you tell yourself? There is this quote that I love. And it says, nothing is either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. So none of those things that I listed as triggers, right? The things your husband says, the things your husband does, none of those things are either good or bad. They're just facts. They're just neutral circumstances. And none of them are good or bad. They only become good or bad when you assign a meaning to it as either good or bad. And when you assign a meaning to it as either good or bad, you then either feel good or bad, okay? So it's never the trigger or the initial situation that causes you to feel a negative emotion. It is always, always your interpretation of it. So I know this was heavy. I know this was a lot to digest. I know that my coughing <laughs> in the middle was probably not helpful to getting it. We will try to edit that out as best we can. Um, But I just want you to like sit with it. I want you to sit with this. I want you to sit with this content and just think like, huh, what if I just thought differently? About these things that keep happening. What if I just changed my thinking about it? What if I just changed what I make it mean? That is a goldmine. It opens the door to so much more peace. So much more contentment. So much more fulfillment and happiness in your life. So I have just opened that door for you. And I remember when that door was open for me and I see the fruit of that thinking in my life and it is incredible. So thank you for hanging with me on this episode. Those of you who this message was meant for, I know you will get it. And it's not for everyone, which I said at the beginning. So if you get it, it is for you. This is your work. This is your next level to being happier in your marriage and in life in general. Bye for now. I'll be back with you next week. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.